Welcome all you Plus Two Comedy Modifiers to another episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I'm your host as always, TV's Noel Woolahan. And before we get to our fantastic episode live from Gamacon with Ryan Schott of Screenwave, I gotta tell you about our upcoming shows. We will be at New Jersey GamerCon. That is December 5th and 6th at the new La Quieta Hotel that's 109 9th Avenue in Runnymede, New Jersey. We'll be there Saturday and Sunday. We'll be doing cutthroat gaming and some stand-up comedy. So please come out to this brand new convention, New Jersey GamerCon. And you can get all the information for that at njgamercon.com. We also officially announced that we will be returning to... KatoriCon. Yes, Plus Two Comedy will be at KatoriCon 2016. That's January 8th and 9th in Sewell, New Jersey. It used to be Gloucester County. Now it's Rowan College. So please go out for that. Make sure you get your tickets online because no tickets will be sold at the door. So be sure to check out KatoriCon. Also, this episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Dungeon Crawlers. We interrupt your Plus Two Comedy Podcast for an emergency commercial, Rotards. We repeat, this is only a commercial of Deadly Doom. (laughs) Thank you, Benny. I'll take it over from here. Hello, everyone. Rival geek comedian Uncle Yo here, and I just launched a fancy little shiny Kickstarter. We're hoping to fund the second season of Dungeon Crawlers, an original fantasy puppet sitcom free on YouTube. It features the voices of Team Four Star, Brentel Floss, and a little co-host from this very podcast you just might recognize. Dungeon Crawlers follows Benny the Wraith and Thrak the Cyclops, two monsters trapped in a D&D campaign that must first survive being roommates. With your help, we can create the second season and keep it free for everyone. And, once again, hopefully, blow up Noah's pasty white ass on screen. The Kickstarter campaign is linked in the show notes. You have until December 5th to share and give and retweet and whatever you can. For fans of tabletop RPGs or puppets or bastards in general, follow the link below and help us protect the treasure. And now, back to Plus Two Comedy. Thank you, Uncle Yo. Please support that Kickstarter. And if you would like to advertise on the Plus Two Comedy Podcast, click the Fiverr link below and shoot us $5 and your ad can air during the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Uh, Just quick side note, this episode is not safe for work. We were at Gamacon and we were being kind of sassy. Also, that's why it's going to sound a little bit different because I didn't have my usual equipment. So, no, you're not crazy. It does sound different. So now, without any further ado, do. Take it away, Kirby Crackle. ready for a podcast yeah oh yeah this has gotten threatening you gotta do the whole thing uh, oh yeah who's here to do other things and is currently being annoyed by a podcast uh, no nope, nobody where'd the sound guys go yeah, I thought they the didn't sound seem guys. happy to be here 
This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast coming to you live from Gamacon in the Tropicana Casino. Uh, there's not a lot of people here, but there's not a lot of people in the casino in general <laughs> because Atlantic City is dying. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, as always, TV's Noah Houlihan. I am joined by the empty building to my Atlantic City, Mr. Will Liam. How you doing, Will? I think I'm doing great. I'm very uncomfortable. The mics are all on stands and we're just in chairs. Usually we have a nice table, mm-hmm. but instead we have to... Th- like, kind of wrap our legs around I want to sit up straight, but then that brings the pole directly between my legs, yeah, and I yeah. don't like I'm it. I'm hugging it like a stripper. There you go. You look That's like a mummy. Plan. <laughs> like a mummy? Yeah. Uh, we should introduce our guest. Okay. Our guest is the president of Screenwave. President? Am I, am I right? You got it. All right. Please give it up for Ryan Schott. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody. How's it going? It's going I'll great. T- could you turn off the cell phone, please? <laughs> please silence please. your cell phones. We're doing a show. Ryan, thank you so much for coming on the show. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. So tell us a little bit about ScreenWave. So ScreenWave Media is a YouTube multi-channel network. Um, We have gaming partners. We have animation partners. We have music partners. Um, We do a lot of work helping content creators grow and uh, make the most of their channels and find new opportunities both on and off YouTube. See, that, that is a very special thing because I feel like everyone out there right now just has a YouTube channel and has no idea how to make it anything. <laughs> yeah. So it's good that people like you are here to slap them in the face and be like, wrong, do this right. <laughs> well, we, we take a little softer hand with things, but yeah. No, exactly. all right. It's not as abusive. <laughs> it's like, please, please do it this way, sir. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to give you a hypothetical, all right? Uh, imagine these two uh, nerd stand-up comedians. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been making the rounds in conventions and just struggling to be relevant in any sort of way. Uh, one of them is dashingly help, uh, handsome. The other one... Wears glasses. <clears throat> I feel like we're going somewhere with this. Uh, if they were to come to you uh, and invite you on their podcast and ask you uh, how to do better at YouTube, what would you tell them? Uh, the, most, the most important thing is definitely consistency. Ooh. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? and, and, that, and that's often what a lot of content creators say. They're like, oh, consistency. But, I mean, the, the big thing is your, your audience and the advertisers that pay you, um, they want to see consistency and they want to be comfortable. They don't okay. want you to be doing, oh, I'm doing um, video games one day and then I'm doing horror movies the next day. I'm doing a show that's very scripted and it... it um, you know, it's, it's written and scripted, and then I'm doing crazy Let's Plays that are completely different. It's, it's almost like you're, you need to market yourself as a brand and as a product. Okay. So we are this, we do this, and it better be something that you love doing. <laughs> okay. And if you do that, two things are going to happen. The first thing that's going to happen is you're going to have a genuine engaged fan base rather than a, ju- a bunch of people that are just hitting your search terms. Okay. The, the next thing that's going to happen is the advertisers on YouTube and elsewhere are going to notice that there is a consistent product that they can actually target. And when they actually target it, guess what? You make more money per thousand views, and that's what you want. Okay, okay. Because my, my theory literally was, I'm going to start a YouTube channel, and I'm going to cover everything. And you're telling <laughs> me that that's the bad way to go. Like, I shouldn't have, like, a Let's Play followed by a game show followed by... Oh, professional yeah. wrestling. Yeah, I mean, but, but you, can, you can have fun with it, but then, but then what's the thing that's going to tie it together? Is it going to be the personality? My face. Is it, yeah. The hypothetical face of this. <laughs> it's wor- of it's worked for people. I mean, look at guys like Ray William Johnson. Like, when, when he had his career, 
He doesn't have it anymore. But. Yeah, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, w- it was all based on, you know, he was talking about random videos that came out uh, on the internet, random viral videos. But the thing was, it was always, yeah. it was always his delivery. It always had a structure. So it was okay that the show was random. But, it was, okay. it, but because... The structure of that structure, show is still... I yeah, exactly. So if someone were to, were to have a few web shows come out, you're saying that they should all be separate channels or should you combine them into one? Or what, what are your feelings on that? Um, often, oftentimes when we're talking to, with, with channels, we tell the smaller channels, look, you've got to focus on one thing. If that thing doesn't work, then you can pivot. But that's a big decision. It's a big decision to pivot for a smaller channel. For a larger channel, it probably makes sense for them to pivot probably makes sense okay. for them to pick up that second show. They're, they're DS9 to their next generation. You know? Okay. okay. So, right. um, but e- even, even then, um, we're finding the most common place where they're splitting is you have a guy who's doing very great narrative content. You know, he's doing it's, it's content that's produced. It's content that has some story. It has some structure to it. But they find that they can't keep up with YouTube's demanding schedules. So we want to release multiple times a, a week. Bigger channels releasing multiple times a day. Right. So for those people, we're like, hey, break off your less produced content, your Let's Play channel or something like that, into a separate gameplay channel. And for us, that helps because it takes a little pressure off of them from the fans. But then it also um, gives them opportunities to do like branded content and things in a lower pressure area where there's where there's opportunity. So that's the only time where I'm like, break out into a separate channel, do it like that. Okay, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Right. And you, of course, make videos yourself. I do. Um, I've been working with the guys at Cinemassacre for almost 10 years behind the camera. I okay. was doing a lot of business development. I was doing a lot of sales. I was doing a lot of technical work on the website and things like that. But then um, just this past year... I've been in a few videos beforehand. Yes. But just this past year, Mike Matei reached out to me and said, Ryan, you're being drafted. You're going in. <laughs> and then in you front went of the to camera. war. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Right? Well, what but was that sound? Did you drop something? I did. I, I, I was trying to get the whole my, story. <laughs> I dropped my, my, my virtual microphone on the ground. Why um, did you have a microphone when he was talking to you? I don't know. You don't always have a microphone with you when yeah. you're talking? Well, I have my emergency mic in case a podcast breaks Exactly. Out. Exactly. He's also a professional. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he asked me to be on, on camera, and we started with the live streams because YouTube Gaming had just launched. <laughs> We're live streaming, and then we mm. built this little show called Talk About Games. And what Talk About Games was is it was the companion to James and Mike Monday, which some people may be familiar with, but it's more of a retro Let's Play show. But it's tightly edited. Yeah, and that's, that's Mike Matei in the Angry Video that's Game Mike Nerd Mattei talking about Angry stuff. Well, not the Angry Video Game Nerd because he's not in character, correct? <laughs> right. Those are separate entities. <laughs> so, so then the B team comes out and that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you end Mike Matei from the A team, which is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so whatever. He's, yeah. So, um, so we've been doing that and we've been doing the modern games. We've been doing the Steam games. Mm. We've been doing the... The throwbacks, the th- more throwback titles like Shovel Knight and stuff. Right. And it's been a lot of fun. Um, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe you hold a, uh, a Let's Play world record for highest Let's Play. Highest Let's yes. Play? Aren't you the only person to ever do a Let's Play from an airplane? I, yes. I thought you meant that he was high on marijuana. 
That's yeah. hard to quantify. And hard to beat, I'd oh. imagine. <laughs> so, so he is so high. <laughs> so it, it would, well, how else could I say it? The most above? <laughs> yeah. The most aerial? The most aerial <laughs> let's play. <laughs> so Mike, Mike and I were on a flight to Los Angeles to go to the um, Guitar Hero Live release event. Okay. And we're, we're, we're just playing some games on the laptop, having some fun. And I'm like, you know what? Let's do a speed test. And I tested the speed from the go-go in-flight internet. I'm like, this is doable. So I'm sitting there <laughs> messing with all the settings. Like, oh, we got to lower the bit rate. We got to do this. And, and finally I got it. And we ended up streaming Lakeview Cabin Collection yes. for about 30 minutes. Although the video that... <laughs> yeah, YouTube has a minute of it. <laughs> yeah, YouTube has a minute of it, but we ended up streaming for about 30 minutes, and I died horribly, which it's one of my favorite In games. In the plane crash, because yeah. you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> and and, and there, were, there were issues with the plane. No. Um, <laughs> Someone came over and said, I'm sorry, you may not do Let's Plays from the sky? You're distracting the pilot? He's on his phone. <laughs> Watching this on Twitch. It was- I think this is my plane. <laughs> oh, wow, it is. Yeah. Yeah, the For the internet at home, I pretended I was <laughs> flying a plane poorly. I realized that wouldn't translate well. I don't think they have steering yeah. wheels. Yeah. The, the, You're not a pilot. I mean, no, neither I am I, not. but... <laughs> the only Are you a pilot? Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not a trained it. pilot. All, All right, let's go through the crowd. <laughs> Anyone here a pilot? The, the only occupational hazard in streaming in coach is that you have your, your, your laptop and you're maneuvering it, trying to get out of the way of the flight attendants and people go into the bathroom and stuff. So it's constantly, it's like hard mode, basically. <laughs> you know? Were so, you in the aisle doing this? Because that's a mistake. There's no, there's no space in a seat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why the, like, people going to the bathroom have to go through your yeah. seat. <laughs> I, I was, or did you have like an antenna and like, I'm, I got to do a let's play. I need, I need to get a signal. I, I was in the aisle. Mike was in, in the center and the lady by the window was in horror because she was <laughs> watching this all transpire. Um, yeah. We're going to play some Connect next. <laughs> I need some space. Yeah. So, so the next goal is Smash Brothers tournament at 30,000 feet. I like it. <laughs> That's well, going to be expensive because you're going to need to get like at least 16 for a good tournament. Yeah. Plane tickets. <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> this. <laughs> Like, this is going to be at least a five-hour tournament. We need at least a five-hour flight. Get 16 guys to sit in yeah. the airport and wait for one of those uh, the canceled seats, and you just run wherever they're going. <laughs> we happen to have 16 empty seats. <laughs> Egypt, huh? Mm. Oh, I don't know if we I want to get We said we'd do it. <laughs> World's scariest let's play. <laughs> so what else do you got going on? I hear that you recently uh, bought part of a convention. Yeah, back in back in February, um, Screenwave Media invested in Too Many Games, which is this great convention outside of Philadelphia that happens each June. And I know you guys, you guys oh, yeah. were there. Big uh, fans, big fans. I think our crowd is big fans of Too Many Games. <laughs> <laughs> I like that the first person to cheer was not someone involved with Too Many Games. <laughs> I gave them the chance and they slept on it. Thank you. Yeah. So what will you be doing for Too Many Games, exactly? So the, the big thing that, that I'm doing and that ScreenWave is doing is we're always trying to find the, the guests that will come to the convention this year. Okay. We recently announced what our dates were, and it's the last weekend in June. Come on, Paul. 24th through 26th. All right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're working on some, some new guests and some old guests and just bringing together, you know, a, a great group of people for the fans to see. 
Um, I'm always working on promotion and sponsorships. Right. We have some great new sponsors for next year, so working to make sure that those relationships happen. And nice. Pretty good. But Too Many Games should be a great party. Yeah, Too Many Games is always a great party. Absolutely. I, I certainly hope we, we remain old guests and not past guests. <laughs> We'll see. Oh boy! You got we got we got a few minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be real awkward if they use our sound equipment again. <laughs> yeah, just drop that off and leave. Yeah, just set up the mic. Do not talk into it. <laughs> God forbid. Uh, so we like to geek out on this show, uh, and we do it with a segment called "What You Watch and What You Read and What You Playing." It's where we talk about what we're watching and what we're reading and what we're playing. That's okay. why we call it that. So, Ryan, since you're new to the group, what have you been watching? Okay, what have I been watching? I've been watching um, the the new Supergirl. Oh yeah, which is really great. I keep hearing that, um, and I don't believe it. I think you've all yeah. been brainwashed. I felt <laughs> what? Yeah, you know, you know, it's funny. I fell into it. I wasn't like a Supergirl watcher. I wasn't planning on it. I wasn't anticipating it. But I was. I took my kids around on Halloween. You know, going trick or treating like people do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like people do. Yeah. And I and I came home and we just turned on the TV. And, and it was there, and I watched it, and I fell into it, and now it's one of my favorite shows this year. I don't know why I don't like it. Like, yeah. Well, you need to watch it first before you can well, form an opinion about a thing. And I don't know what happened. All I, all I can picture is her fighting a bulldozer from that crappy Supergirl movie they made where she fights a bulldozer. That movie's great. Yeah. No, she, it's not. She fights a bulldozer <laughs> in it. It's wonderful. Which doesn't seem that impressive, but you know what? I couldn't fight a bulldozer, so... I will ask. I don't know a single Supergirl villain. Like, who is Supergirl fighting in this show? She's, she's fighting... I mean, basically, don't say intolerance, because no. that's what it looks like you're about to say. Patriarchy. No, she, well, she is. There's a lot of that. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. All right, <laughs> but, but she's coming around. She's fighting... Um, basically, when she crashed down on Earth, she brought a maximum security prison with her. Oh, thank! That's so convenient. <laughs> I know, right? More so. superheroes should do that. <laughs> so she's just no, no, my prison around. Was it full of prisoners? Yes. Yes. Oh, no, that's less bad. good. No, that's less bad. good. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I'm just it was, gonna drop this off here and get out of no, here. Not, not only that, but the prison that's, did the convenient action of telling all the prisoners who she was and what she was up to. So. But why? What a terrible now, prison. <laughs> I don't know if I like that premise because now every time she stops a villain, they're like, yay, Supergirl stopped the monster she brought here. <laughs> Thanks so much <laughs> for cleaning up your mess. <laughs> <laughs> what would we do without you? Oh, continue living our lives. <laughs> why have a family still? <laughs> and a town. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I want to get into it, but Will keeps yelling at me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I got to keep not doing it. <laughs> How about you, Will? You watch anything good? Uh, watch me play Fallout a lot. There's a whole segment for playing that I we know. can do. It's going to bleed over. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> what a great segment. Uh, have you guys seen Primer yet? No? Nobody's seen Primer? Uh, it is a 90-minute, under 90-minute time travel movie. Oh, wow. I've watched it five times in the past three days because it's the most confusing film I've ever seen. That's crazy. Basically, think of a time travel film where instead of going forward and backwards in time, you just see one progressive timeline and time travel's happening around it. 
So like people appear from the future, but you didn't see them go into ah. the past and things like that. And everyone's lying to each other. That's that's the <laughs> crux to this movie is not only are people time traveling, but only liars are time traveling. <laughs> right. And they didn't have the budget to like film the most important scenes. Because like the most important scene is a guy shows up with a shotgun and you never see it. Oh, wow. it like, that doesn't seem that expensive. I know, yeah, but it's like, oh man, it's a good thing uh, Mark was there to save that guy with the, uh, when the shotgun showed up. Really? That happened? Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't shoot that? No. Let's just talk about it afterwards. Woo! Oh. What a hero. It's like, come on, guys. <laughs> There's like there's no special effects in it for a time travel movie. It's all like it's very sciency. It's a good thing we stopped the Titanic from sinking off screen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's stuff like that. And the thing but we that, are wet now, so you that, can tell. And showing that time has passed. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I have the a thi- beard now. The thing that really got me about it was I watched this film because everyone was telling me it was great, and I hated it. I was like, this movie was bad. I have no idea what happened. I'm going to Google it and try to figure out what happened. And the first thing I read was uh, the director of this film tried to keep it, didn't want to, like, dumb it down because he assumed his audience would revisit it more times. (laughs) I was like, oh, really? Well, that's exactly what I'll do, and I still won't like, oh, wait, I get it now. One more time. Let's go around one more time. So I've watched it five times. Each time it gets a little bit better, a little bit clearer, but it's still confusing as hell. He was a YouTuber. It's all about watch time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he figured it out. It, it's the Charlie bit my finger of movies. Just keep watching it. That was a terrible metaphor. So I'll throw it back to you. What you reading? What am I reading? I just finished reading. Oh, what's the title of it? I've been reading the um, preludes of to uh, Force. The new Star Wars books. Okay, so the, the expanded universe it, books? Well, they're not expanded universe. They're the new, um, basically they're prelude to the new film. So they're just universe. So they're universe. They're, <laughs> yeah, they're not they're expanding in. at they're, all. It's just ca- in the universe. <laughs> to, gotcha. to, bri- to break out the nerdiness, they are canon. So, <laughs> Excuse so me. <laughs> you, you, know, you know in the Star Wars trailer when you see um, the, the uh, Star Destroyer crashed yes. on yes. Jakku? This book that I read is the story of how that Star Destroyer got there. Okay, And cool. essentially what, what it is, is it's like Romeo and Juliet in space to the tune of Star Wars. So they both grow up on this planet. One of them becomes an Imperial. One of them becomes a rebel. <laughs> and then it all ends with that Star Destroyer crashing into huh. the planet. Um, but it was a great book. It was way better than like most of those like young adult reading would be. Right. And, you know, it's got great reviews on Amazon and everything, and I'm really happy that I had a chance to read it because now I know why that Star Destroyer was there. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, it's a great book. And does it by not, itself? Does it not have any of the characters from any of the movies? Um, like when they're kids, they see the uh, Grand Moff Tarkin comes to the planet. All right, he doesn't. He he sees them. <laughs> That's acceptable. And, yeah, I like Grand Moff Tarkin. And the, and the one and the one guy like he has a brief exchange with Princess Leia, but it's really a whole narrative on its own. It's it's contained, and it's interesting to see what the common people of the Star Wars universe were doing, the rank and file were mm-hmm. doing while all these heroes were doing great and not so great that, things. The the named characters is such a contention. I, and I when I was a kid, I must have read like thirty plus expanded universe books i didn't like any of them i have no wow. idea why i kept reading them it's like, <laughs> it, like yeah like, there was one called death trooper that's a zombie star wars book 
and then halfway through, Han Solo shows up, and you're like, well, I know who lives, so <laughs> I don't care anymore. <laughs> and that's every yeah. book. Well, Darth Vader came in. Mm-hmm. I, no, just, it, I like the idea that this book ends with, and then the Star Destroyer crashed into the planet and appeared in that trailer. You get it? <laughs> the See end, the movie. question mark. <laughs> I know it looks yeah. like Tatooine, but it's not, guys. <laughs> Well, if I ask you what you're reading, are you going to say Fallout? Well, there's a lot of comic books in Fallout. <laughs> are there really? Did you read in Fallout? No, like you, you do can, in that makes me sad. Oh, it's not Skyrim. Actually, you know it's just I like I'm going to sit down and read a book because they have they've created a whole like comic mythos in it. Because they had a guy named Grognark the Barbarian, and you read his comics, you get good at hitting people with stuff. And now they've made a crossover comic where he's part of like an Avengers group. Okay, and I want to know what that comic's about. Well, hopefully one day they'll print it for you. I'm sure they will. It'll be Expanded Universe. It may be out already. Find out why that Star Destroyer is in <laughs> Fallout. No, I, uh, can I count podcasts? Yeah, like you do every week? Like yeah, I do sure. Every week? Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> no, lying you do? Read. All right. Well, what, what have you been listening to then? I bought uh, one of Dan Carlin's podcasts for uh, Hardcore History. He, re- he releases them, but if they go too far back, he just puts them online to buy for like two bucks. Oh. But they're like four hour podcasts. Gross. Well, well, hey, guys, I got some things now. <laughs> What's well, great? Because I listen You're to supposed to help me make fun of him. That's your <laughs> role in this part. <laughs> we go through the whole thing. It's about the fall of the Roman Republic into the Roman Empire. It's history stuff. No, I'm going to go with you. No, guys, wait. <laughs> I'm going to take off with you. It's really interesting. Uh, real quick, I started reading uh, Booster Gold. Did oh, I my do Booster favorite. Gold? Yeah, I had no what idea. What time great. travel? It's the theme <laughs> of the evening. Uh, but uh, first off, Booster Gold takes place in Atlantic City, which I was like, oh, he's going to do something for us, finally. Uh, <laughs> someone needs to fix this place. Uh, yeah, but I, I never read any Booster Gold, and I was reading the new 52, and he keeps talking about how he saved 52 universes. I was like, I get it. It's funny. Uh, but I like that the way he gets powers is that he used to be a, prison, or a, uh, a security guard at a museum and just stole something. Mm-hmm. And then he went back in time. And became the greatest hero. My comic book character where I get a cell phone and a machine gun and I go back to the Civil War. What are you going to do with a cell phone in the Civil War? Thank you so much. (laughs) It can still play Flappy Bird. (laughs) No, you got to download it from the App Store. I already downloaded it and then I go back in time. So I have a flashlight, Flappy Bird, and I... That's it. That's all my phone's all good right. for. But no DLC. So that's no, no DLC, no phone charger. <laughs> so nah. you get an hour and a half maybe of Flappy Bird because that game drains your battery. Don't make like a steam And then you one. get killed during the Civil War. <laughs> yeah. There was no doctors then. That's the back. It's like, I got shot. Let's plug it with mud. <laughs> we'll be fine. This might work. You have ruined my Booster Gold segment. <laughs> Are you a comic book guy as well? You know, I, I went through comic book phases when the um, new 52 came out. I was into the Batman with like Greg Capullo and all the yeah. stuff like that. That was really cool. Um, I, I'm a big fan of like the X-Men, like the classic stories, Days of Future Past, Dark Phoenix yes. Saga. Um, right Time now, travel, perfect. There you go, just for you. <laughs> I'm all right, about it. Right, right now I'm not reading anything though, but I'm a big fan of the Comic Vine podcast, listening to those guys talk about comics. Yeah. And that's kind of how I keep up to speed, so if I ever want to jump in, I'm not going in cold. Yeah, yeah. I don't, there are too many comics, so you yeah. need someone to like yell about what's yeah. wrong with them <laughs> so you can be like, I'm on board, okay, I got it. Yeah. This is garbage now, I understand. <laughs> don't read the new, uh, what was it, uh, 
That joke is over. <laughs> what are you playing? <laughs> not Fallout. Not Fallout? You're not a Fallout guy? Sorry, no, no. Well, I didn't make it. It's all right. Well, hold on. In, okay, so I, I think that Fallout 4 looks like a tremendous title. I've watched others play it. They like it a lot. Um, I've been playing Overwatch. Really? Um, and I think that Overwatch is going to be the next eSport. It's going to eclipse Team Fortress. It's just so much fun. That's a it's bold statement. Unbeli- it's unbelievable. Well, granted, said by the person that could probably provide the streaming to turn it into that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we will. No. <laughs> I think it's going to be the next one because I'm making it happen. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. No, but, but in all seriousness, the fact that we're taking the first-person shooter genre, which seems to be polished, and there's a lot of like incremental improvements, but where's the next revolution? Where's the next mm-hmm. Doom or Quake or you know those sort of th- or Halo? Um, it's taking that and it's taking it in a new direction. The way that the abilities they've kind of taken like the MOBA style ability system yeah. and tied it to an action based uh, first person shooter with objective based gameplay um, is just amazing. And I sat down and. It gave me those feelings that I felt when I picked up other groundbreaking games like mm-hmm. Super Mario World or like um, World of Warcraft or something. I was like, this is a thing and that, that's going to go on and do something. So I was really happy playing that. The other game that I was playing, which I hate and think is <laughs> awful, is Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah, really? I, I only I played the beta. bold statement, sir. <laughs> yeah, um, just just because it's like it's like shooty McShoot yeah. game, you know. I, it's like, <laughs> if you were to ask me, your guns legitimately go pachu pachu. So. Yeah, you know, like Will, what's your favorite game? Six months ago, I might have said Battlefront too. Yeah, like, we, I loved that game, and I played the beta on this one. I was like, oh, good, Call of Duty. Oh, this is fun. Yeah, it, it's awful because I'm supposed to be the guy that they have. <laughs> okay, I'm supposed to be the guy that... Yeah, this you, is made... F- the, you you are the target audience I'm, I'm the target demographic, and if I'm like, meh... It, it wasn't like it was unpolished. It just yeah. wasn't fun, you know? That's you didn't know, like, you would run around the battlefield and be like, why is that Star Destroyer here? <laughs> no, I, I don't know the <laughs> and story. And I was like, let this me tell... I'm, on, I'm, I'm sitting on voice chat saying, uh, let <laughs> me tell you a story. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe Telltale will do a, a role-playing game I might like that, that Star better. Destroyer. <laughs> The Space Montagues were having a party. <laughs> no, Capulets. Damn it, I'm an English teacher. I should know this stuff. If you had said nothing, no one would have no, known. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Well, sorry, gang. But yeah, I totally agree with you in that, like, I got the beta. I was like, this game is great. I love it and am done with it and yeah. don't need to purchase it. Yeah. That was enough of that. I was a TIE fighter. I died. And I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, we, I got murdered on stream being the, the X-Wing pilot. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody who usually pulls for me on the stream is like, you suck, dude. <laughs> Just, <laughs> you know? Just making enemies by your bad TIE fighter skills? Yeah, I mean, me, it's like, I, I don't know. I should have just put the controller down and made it another cup of tea. Just <laughs> I would watch that, honestly. Yeah. That, that is actually something I've always wondered. As someone that plays video games live... Like right. as, as I want to say as a living because you do so much more, but as the part that most people see, is there a pressure that you should be good at like everything? Absolutely. And are you? Sometimes. 
it's 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 weird like you you feel it it's almost like you're sitting in, in like a roman like gl- gladiator arena and yeah. the guy's sitting there with the thumb i'm holding my thumb out <laughs> like, like where where are you gonna be on this stream and sometimes you're the man and sometimes you're really not yeah and, then, and, and, and they let you know and they let you know there's a certain expectation that if you're putting yourself out there, you better be bringing, bringing game to the table, you know? Yeah, I hear you. Um, but it feels great when you're a badass and you're like 12 to 0 and you're just killing. Then, then they root for you. The only other thing is they love to see when you overcome adversity. Mm-hmm. Good examples. Classic NES games. Uh, Ninja Gaiden, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Ninja Gaiden, that last stage 6 or 7 or whatever it is, mm-hmm. is... Impossible. They're, it's cheap as shit. It's okay, yeah. I don't. That's it's fine. It's yeah. cheap, right? I was I'm wondering. Sure, I'm pretty sure you can swear in empty rooms, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, um, I think that's allowed. But when you actually beat it, like you saw Mike just the past few weeks, he beat Jekyll and Hyde. He beat Ninja Gaiden. What? You saw the viewership when he was getting to those last levels. The viewership just boom. It was like triple <laughs> what it normally is. He beat Jekyll and Hyde. Hell yeah. <laughs> I didn't think you could play Jekyll. And yeah, I didn't. Yeah, that, I never that, got past from what the start I could t- Yeah, it was a start screen, and you're like, eh, all right. Yeah, that, that game has subtle strategy. It has nuance. It's like yeah, fine wine. I didn't know that there was like <laughs> fine a- wine does not have any strategy. <laughs> I didn't think that there was like winning. Like I thought that you know those dollar store games where it was a picture of a car and then the background just went behind it. Yeah, and you really weren't having any effect on the game, but you were playing. I thought Jekyll and Hyde was a small step up from that. Like, you moved Hyde, the background moved, and then eventually it was over. I didn't think there was an ending. <laughs> oh, there's, there's all kinds of endings. All there's kinds? Of multiple endings? Mul- there are multiple endings. There no! are two. There's a Jekyll ending and a Hyde ending. Spoilers. Go for it. Absolutely. No, please tell me what spoil happens. Spoil the game. Okay, so, so the uh, Jekyll ending is he gets to his wedding. Rah, rah, rah. That's awesome. He gets to his wedding? Yeah, because that's what Just he's trying like to do. Book. That's what he's trying to do. <laughs> right? But the the hide ending is he um, you you defeat like Medusa and it's like the supernatural type ending. There's some crazy boss at the end. You kill them. So the <laughs> to recap, the Jekyll ending is that that guy who is secretly a monster ends up with a, a lovely lady, and the other ending is that the monster who is pure evil saves the universe from an evil Medusa. Yep. That game makes perfect sense. (laughs) (laughs) And so true to the book. Uh, So do you want to go get a soda while Will talks about Fallout? I can talk about something else. No. You played another game? Yeah. What did you play? Well, I I finally boned down with my first companion in Fallout, so I feel like I made an accomplishment. Hell yeah. Right Right? here. Yeah. (laughs) You will not be receiving a high five until you stop using the phrase bone down on this podcast. (laughs) I'll get bored in a couple of weeks. Was it the dog? No, nah, I don't think you can you can bone down with the dog. Okay. <laughs> so what were you playing? Uh, it was a, uh, a little indie game called Rhino Hero. Okay. It's like Jenga, but with more rules, which actually makes it more fun. Okay, that's... You, there's stacking cards, like uh, cards with little pictures on them, and you basically set up... It's, there's little this is a board game. Yeah, that's a key phrase to explain what the hell you're talking about right now. What's well, a card game, board game? 
I'm so glad that you could talk about this. <laughs> you don't even water. know what physically it is. <laughs> there were cards. Okay, continue. And you put them down, and there's little wall pieces, and you have to put them where the card tells you to put them. Then you put another floor card down, same thing. So it's like Jenga. You're building a building. But there's a little wooden rhino who is a superhero, and he's got to move up the building every turn. But he's throwing off the balance of the cards. You get it, and then he makes it fall over. And when you think about Why it, would I get it? <laughs> Everything you said is confusing. Yeah. You build a building and then it falls over. It's Jenga. I want to go drink where he's drinking. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it's this my is. House. <laughs> All right, well then let's You're go. welcome to come. So how is Rhino Hero? It's a great game. He destroys buildings and Yeah, he is. We realize he's a monster. He's a bigger he's menace than these. Supergirl? Cuz all the Yes. All the little buildings have pictures of like little cats and cute little people, and they all die, I assume. I'm wow. adding a lot of backstory like I do to all <laughs> games. <laughs> do you know why the Star Destroyer is there at the end? I do now. Ooh, exciting. <laughs> uh, so real quick so we can get on to our game. Uh, I've been playing Final Fantasy Epica, which is a hack of uh, the Final Fa- first Final Fantasy game that combines the stories of all the Final Fantasies. That's awesome. Uh, but it's based off of Final Fantasy I, like rules, so you have to like pick the class of your guys and things like that. Uh, so you start out at level one, and they're like, yeah, you're not really the light warrior, so you're not as good. So you have to grind for an hour before you can leave the town and have enough strength to go anywhere. So I just, you have been killing imps. Just waiting to get to the point where Tidus shows up, because I hear that happens. Are you sure the Dragon Warrior wasn't just sitting in your NES by mistake? No, I actually, which, it was cool. I got it from uh, uh, 8-Bit Evolution, uh, which awesome. is going to be at uh, GamerCon, just to plug another convention while we're at this convention. And uh, they make, like, hack port games for, uh, my, for actual Nintendo play, so I've been playing those. And uh, it's... It's really cool, but like it's too challenging because it's it's like a Nintendo game, and those were hard. They so <laughs> I haven't gotten very far. Uh, so that's going to do it for what you watch and what you read and what you play. And uh, I haven't looked at the audience since I started this segment, so I don't know how much they're enjoying this. But it's time for our game. You guys ready to play a game? Yeah. All right. They sound kind of ready. Uh, it's time for host versus guest versus audience. Uh, now to play host versus guest versus audience, we're going to need uh, an audience member. But first, let me tell you about these great prizes. Plus Two Comedy will be putting up our Plus Two Comedy DVD. Uh, I found out recently... The only a little uh, bit ripped. Aw. Slightly used. (laughs) Slightly used Plus Two Comedy. Natural funny DVD. It's an hour of stand-up comedy plus DVD extras and all that fun stuff. And there's only like eight of these left. So it's it's now a collector's item. So it's very special. Uh, Ryan, what did you bring? So we have from Cinemassacre, the Angry Video Game Nerd, the movie DVD. Excellent. Yeah. Does it have special features? It does. It has a ton of special features. There's, oh my gosh, it's, it's the entire second layer of the disc is special features. It's oh, like wow. Four or, five out, four or five hours on this one. Wow. The Blu-ray's got 12, but four or five hours on this one. Could you rip <laughs> the features. case a little bit? And make yeah, yeah. Do I need make, to? Just yeah, to just to make it match ours. Top, that that just hold it up to the microphone and make it sound like you were ripping it. Oh, thank you. There Done. you go. <laughs> we'll fix that in post. Uh, so to play host versus guest versus audience, we need an audience member, but they need to bring a prize for us to win since we put up these fantastic prizes. Uh, what did you? What are you guys willing to risk? It can be money. Money's always good. Mm-hmm. It can be a high five. Less good. 
<laughs> Which is Unless it's good. a really good high five. I think we want to go with the guy with the bag. He seems like he has the best prize. Are you, are you putting up the whole bag? <laughs> <laughs> I think he was just going into his bag. Yeah, right. so we, sh- we should grab our stuff and leave before we get pulled on this podcast. <laughs> what was that? Five dollars? Five dollars. Anybody want to go better than five dollars? Five dollars. Five dollars. I hear five. I hear five. Yeah, come on up here. Yeah, give it up for him. Come on. So uh, as he's making his way to the stage, I will explain our game. We're going to play a game called Reddit Says. Are you familiar with the hit website Reddit? Yes. Yes. All right, excellent. I went on to ask Reddit, and I took the top ten upvoted answers to several questions. So Family Feud style, you want to get the top most upvoted answer. Again, this is Reddit and what they upvoted. If it doesn't make any sense... I am not to be held accountable. <laughs> uh, audience member, please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Devin. Hey, Devin, thank you for so much for coming on the show. Can I see the $5? No problem. <laughs> I have my doubts. We're, we're going to need to escrow that for the remainder. <laughs> yeah, just let me hold on to it. <laughs> As you can see, $5, which I'd also like to point out was the only thing in his wallet. So <laughs> no, there was we, some paper. We will be monsters for taking his last $5. <laughs> I can't get home now. <laughs> I, just, I just live here. <laughs> in Atlantic City. Oh. All right, so uh, Devin, you'll answer first. Everyone will answer every question. Uh, Editorial Complex asks, what video game defeated you? What video game defeated you? What do you think, Devin? I know I'm going to get this wrong, but I'm just going to say Dark Souls. Dark Souls? No, I think, I think Dark answer. Souls. my answer. Oh, Go damn it. it. <laughs> See, that Go was a great answer. the reasonable answer. answer. Dark Souls, yeah, that, that's a brutal game. What are you thinking? Oh you should God. know. You sh- you've yeah, played yeah. all the games, from what I understand. But none of them have defeated him. He can't relate to this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm just so good at games. We were, we've been through that. Yeah, all right. Um, what video game defeated, defeated Reddit? You. Oh. You don't, he, don't, he won't say <laughs> <laughs> Let me put myself in the mind of a common person. <laughs> what would games defeat that them? Games that uh, defeated them. Snake? Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I think that a, a ton of people had a lot of trouble with Dark Souls. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I, I think that maybe people had a lot of trouble with... Um, oh, oh, building crap. the tension. Building yeah, the I tension know, here. Really. No, it's hard because, I, I mean, I was really all in on that one. I'm like, Fallout, no! <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it. Everybody beat it. They're all just <laughs> yeah, still I playing think, it. I think every I think everyone beat it. What's come out recently? Doesn't recent have to be title. recent. You, you got some help for me now. <laughs> He's just trying, trying to, to think of a video trying to game phone now. a friend. Trying to think of a video game just that I could talk about. That would be that would <laughs> yeah. be part one. Yeah, of that's, this. that's part one of the challenge. Um, have you ever played a video game? Oh, stairs no. defeated me. <laughs> that game was awful. Stairs. Stairs. Yeah. Is that just going upstairs? Um, or are you? <laughs> I have a hard time with that. De- defeated saying. them, like like broke their spirit as human beings. Um, just Welcome to Ryan defines words. <laughs> Full of sadness. Um, I can't even think of a game. Just now. think of a hard <laughs> game. It's a, job. It's a hard <laughs> game. You came for a living. You probably did it twice today. Yeah. Uh, uh, our arc. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh, yeah. There, actually, that, that's a very hard game. 
Mega Man 1. I am losing. Mega, Mega Man, Man 1. <laughs> Interesting choice. Will, do not take as long and tell me what video game defeated you. I'm going to go with the game I've seen in person defeat a man emotionally, uh, Battletoads. Battletoads. All great answers. Uh, Survey says, uh, number 10 is Call of Duty World at War. Redditors. Uh, Number 9 is Quop. The the, the runner game, Quop. Eight is Dota 2. Seven is San Andreas. I don't know why. Six is Ninja Gaiden, which we talked about moments ago. And you were like, wow, you know how that game's impossible and no one ever beats it? Let me now remove it from my brain forever. Uh, Sorry. Ninja Gaiden, no, I crushed that. (laughs) Maybe hard for babies. Uh, Number five is This War of Mine, which I've never even heard of. Uh, number four is Metroid Prime. I don't know what's really? wrong with people. Uh, number three is The Lion King, which I agree <laughs> with. No one ever gets past, uh, I just the can't stampede? wait to be king. Oh, no. no, I never got even to the stampede, where you're on the ostrich and you're jumping trees. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm not alone on this. It's number four, so you can, <laughs> or number three even. Uh, number two is Eve Online, and number one is Faster Than Light. Uh, what, FTL, yeah. really? FTL, number one. I beat that game. Of course you yeah. did. <laughs> it's almost like playing games is your job. Yeah, none yeah, of us The win. defeat comes from when you don't win and you've spent two hours and you're like, oh, wow, I won't get that back, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Dying in sadness. All right, now we're going to start with you on this one, Ryan. So there's no chance of Devin taking your answer. <laughs> Thank God, right? right. <laughs> Hobbit Feats asks, what can really take a sandwich to the next level? Mustard. Mustard. Good answer. Good answer. The crowd disagrees, but I said it was a good answer. Pickles? Pickles. All right, I'll go. All right. A lot of pickle fans in the crowd. I wasn't sure if, like, real answer or, like... A Reddit answer, yeah. like a blowjob. I feel like would really help out a sandwich. (laughs) He said shit. I can say (laughs) blowjob. Nobody corrected you. (laughs) Devin, blowjob's still on the table. available. (laughs) Nutella? Nutella. <laughs> Ew. No. no. Wrong. Wait, just gonna... <laughs> what kind of sandwich? All right, so we got... You say what kind of sandwich? Yeah, like a peanut butter Nutella. I got your back. <laughs> Thank you. All right, number 10 is horseradish. Uh, nine is cutting it into triangles. It does, oh, it does taste damn, better. It does it taste better. Uh, banana peppers, uh, hirachi cheese, aioli, uh, throwing it away and buying a steak. <laughs> there you go. That's good. Uh, potato chips, avocado, putting it into a panini press, Ugh. and number one is a fried egg, which is pretty so, good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Wow. Pretty good. So we are so just no doing points. terribly no points. tonight. Don't worry. I believe you guys can do this. Uh, Will, yeah. Fiction Vote asks, what fictional organization would you like to be a part of? Oh, I know Reddit. Umbrella Corps. Umbrella Corps. Good choice. I mean, they end the world, but whatever. <laughs> Devin, what do you think? Shadaloo. I'm sorry? Shadaloo from oh, that's uh, the, uh, Street Fighter. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Hydra. Oh. Hydra. <laughs> it's going to be Hydra. Hydra. <laughs> All right. Uh, number 10 is the Brotherhood of Steel. Oh. I don't know uh, what that is. It's from Fallout. Fallout. Oh. I don't <laughs> play Fallout. Sometimes they're not evil. So. Uh, number 9 is Planet Express. Uh, 7 is Team Rocket. Uh, 7 is Dumbledore's Army. 6 is Starfleet. Five is my group of friends. <laughs> I'm sorry, a group of friends. <laughs> that sounds great. Uh, four is the Order of the White Lotus. 
Uh, uh, three is the Pawnee Parks Department. <laughs> uh, number two is ISIS from Archer. From Archer. <laughs> ISIS from Archer. That's awesome. From Archer. I don't think Homeland Security cared about that. <laughs> <laughs> we got reports of saying, saying, someone saying ISIS. Did they say Archer? All right, then they're fine. That show's great. And number one, the Sith. Not the Jedi. The Sith. <laughs> Is number one better? Wow, that's I what I was really going for with Hydra. Get that one. Yeah. yeah, I thought one of us would. Yeah. All right. So this is taking too long. Question so. twenty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're kind of running out of time, so uh, we'll we'll, go, we'll skip to the easy question. Ready? Okay. Uh, Devin, you get the advantage because you get to go first. Uh, I'll be your nurse today. Asks, what is your go-to Monopoly piece? Say blowjob. Say blowjob. <laughs> you don't, you don't <laughs> hey, don't help him. <laughs> go to Monopoly piece. How many answers? You know are there 10 Monopoly no, I got 10 I'm answers going to here. go with him and say the car. The car. Thimble. Thimble. Top hat. Oh, God. Top hat. All right. Uh, number Every 10 is Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, damn it. Boba Fett's on that list. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, number 9 is the shoe. Number eight is the wheelbarrow. Number seven is the thimble wearing the top hat. Uh, 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 <laughs> tie? That's a completely different piece. You take the top hat. Uh, number six is the dog because it can do a headstand if you knock it over. Number five is the thimble. So that's, that's good yeah. for six points there. Uh, number four is the iron. Number three is the battleship. Number two is the top hat. Oh. But number one is the car. I love you. <laughs> I love you. From help from the audience. He's from the audience, so the How audience wins. How is Palpatine the only expanded Monopoly universe piece? <laughs> There's a Johnny Depp piece. Do you want to know how the Emperor Palpatine got there? There's a whole story. <laughs> <laughs> so give it up for Devin, our winner. Here's some Woo! DVDs. Congratulations to us for not stealing his only money. <laughs> so, Ryan, we got to get out of here. Anything you want to plug? So uh, later this month, we have a brand new um, Angry Video Game Nerd related Blu-ray coming out. It'll be available only on Amazon.com. Like a feature length thing? It is uh, over, ten hour, over 10 hours of content. Yeah, Ooh. yeah I was really, really excited. Great. I believe right before this show, he said, hey, I can't talk about this. I know, but I thought <laughs> well, I could trick him. <laughs> so, no, well, so, so it's going to be coming out soon. We'll have an announcement video in a few weeks. Um, Teasing vague news here on the Plus Two Comedy you'll, Podcast. You'll be, you'll be able to get it before Christmas because Amazon is awesome. Yes, it is. Yes. So, <laughs> Amazon.com, proud sponsor of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Um, so we'll be able to announce it shortly, but it's over 10 hours. It's angry video game nerd related, and it's awesome. Can, can I ask if it's, if it's all new content? There is one disc that has a good deal of new content. Excellent. Exciting. Exciting. So, Will, anything to add? I have, I have a question. Yes. Live tweeting is just when you tweet things you're doing? Yeah. Okay. But if you guys want to hear me live tweet my life, then you follow at Plus Two Comedy on Twitter. Thank you. Ryan, you're did welcome. you have Twitter? I do. It's That's more interesting than his. <laughs> it's our Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't I'm put just, yourself down. No, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, I'm at Shadow R, and okay. we're also at Screenwave Media. 
excellent. So be sure to follow them. Uh, also, be sure to give us five stars on iTunes, five stars on Stitcher. Vote for us on podcastland.com. Make us the podcast of the month. If you've enjoyed the show, we do a weekly show every Monday at Nerdvana now. So be sure to come down for that at 8 o'clock. It's always a fun time. And we would like to thank Ben Affleck for making the show possible and keeping the streets of Gotham City safe. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Thank you so much. Woo! Drink Spike Energy Substance. <laughs> They're here. I want to get a sponsorship. Oh, okay. This episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast was brought to you by Uncle Yo and Dungeon Crawlers. Please click the link below and donate to the Kickstarter to make Season 2 a reality. reality.